0: Welcome to episode 155 of SwiftCast. This is Nate, Adam,
1: Ashley, and Steph.
0: So I don't know if you guys have seen, but Coca-Cola has come out with these bottles. with all different kinds of lyrics on it. And I don't know about you guys yet, but I definitely picked mine up. I got the never gonna go out of style
1: one. Uh, That's the one that I picked up too. And I haven't opened it.
0: Oh, oh, I would never open it.
1: (laughs) But that's my question. (laughs) so it was a case it wasn't a bottle it was a case with we never grow out of style so does that mean that every can in that case has that lyric on it Ooh, that
2: is a good question Mm. i don't know because i only saw individual bottles at the grocery store today and i saw a bottle that had the style lyrics on it but i didn't buy it so i guess i'm a bad fan (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, I still have my die Coke from when Taylor did her, like, special die Coke cans from, I think, 2013. I've had them a while now. And I don't know what the cans look like, because I've never opened the case.
1: <laughs> right, uh, me too. I have those little cases from Target.
3: And. Uh, I haven't gotten one of the new Cokes yet, but I want the one that says can't stop, won't stop moving or grooving. I forget which. There's one like that.
1: I
0: think it's grooving, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I'm really curious about whether this case has different song lyrics on it or if it's all can't stop, won't. I mean, maybe I should just buy another one and open what I have.
0: What if like 50 years from now you open up that case and it's just this amazing treasure chest full of Taylor Swift lyrics on all these cans and you never knew? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) But it is stressful for me because this time it's not just on bottles. When they did the share a Coke with and we all found Mm -hmm. Taylor and our own names, it was just (laughs) on the bottles, it seemed like. Right. But now I feel like I need to buy the cases and the bottles and (laughs) I have to find all the different lyrics.
0: You know what I unearthed the other day was I kept from the very first Red Tour show that I went to when Taylor actually gave out. Uh, Like half cans of Diet Coke. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. I still have mine.
1: Wow. I never got one. I mean, it doesn't say anything on it other than it's Diet Coke, but I did keep it. Wasn't that just a few cities? It wasn't all tour, right?
0: Right. It was not all tour. They stopped doing it actually probably after like a month, maybe. It was not very long.
3: Yeah. I got one at an early show and then I never got another one after that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. The one I went to was early. The same thing with those straws, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. I never got one of those straws.
1: Me either.
3: You can definitely find them on eBay. I see them on there. Oh, can you? Hmm.
1: Don't they change colors or something?
3: Well, we probably all wouldn't know because we'll never use it. (laughs) (laughs) I think they do.
0: Just keep it in a plastic bag in our attics.
3: (laughs) Well, I know that they have a really wide variety of lyrics with these Coke bottles, so I'll be interested to see if they roll out more over the summer.
1: It's interesting how Coke does these summer things.
3: I think they're very successful. Generally, people seem to get into
1: it. Yeah. Other soda companies don't do anything like that.
2: Yeah, they were very successful with that last campaign, share a Coke with, and then they had all the names. So I think they know what they're doing.
3: I, for the longest time, have wanted there to be some sort of partnership between Taylor and Starbucks. And I know that Starbucks will sell their (laughs) CD when it comes out, but I've wanted, like, a Taylor like signature drink. And like, I guess they don't really do that with any celebrities that I can remember, but I've just wanted something with Starbucks and Taylor
0: for Mm -hmm.
1: the
3: longest.
0: It would have to do with blank space. I mean, it absolutely would have to.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, now that you brought that up, I was kind of wondering if Taylor was still having a partnership with Diet Coke, because I just wasn't sure if that would continue, but Diet Coke just tweeted a photo of Taylor with the bottle. I think it was the We Never Go Out of Style lyric one, but Diet Coke got this photo over with the bottle and tweeted it just this past week.
3: That'll be interesting to see if they are a sponsor of the next tour, whenever that is. And I've also been wondering about Keds, and I really don't know if they're still going to be working together.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. The same with the Elizabeth Arden perfume. I don't know if that will continue
3: I feel like this will be a summer of a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. Well, hey, if any of our listeners out there have bought one of those cases of Coke and know what is inside, let us know. I know Steph is dying to know. I am, really. So if you guys have not listened to our last episode, you guys are definitely going to want to check it out. I was really excited about it. I know you guys are really excited about it. We had Jimmy Eat World on uh, Jim Adkins from Jimmy Eat World. He gave us a fantastic interview. talked all about Taylor, talked all about uh, his music and songwriting and uh, and his career. and It was really just a fantastic episode. He was really generous with his time. If you guys have not listened to it, seriously, go check it out. It was the last episode that just came out, episode one hundred and fifty four.
3: And we've been really fortunate to interview a lot of great guests, but Mm -hmm. he spent so much time talking with us and just shared so much that it really blew me away and was, I think, my favorite interview that I've done up until this point.
1: Whoa, that's saying a lot.
3: He was so easy to talk to. He was just like, it was like he was another one of us, like another host.
1: Yeah, he just said what was on his mind. And I think the fans are enjoying the episode so far. So keep listening.
0: So to dive right into the meat of this week's episode, we're going to start out with some older tweets.
2: Our first one comes from May 10th, 2009, and this is just a perfect tweet considering what this guy has recently done. (laughs) And Taylor tweeted, Justin Timberlake was hilarious on SNL. He's always going to be entertaining, always relevant. And how perfect is that? Because he just released his new song, Can't Stop the Feeling. And I think that is
1: going to be one of the hits of the summer. It's a great song. I bet Taylor loves it.
3: Yeah, I was actually surprised she hasn't yet tweeted about the song.
1: It's funny how she said he's always going to be entertaining and always relevant. Because when you think about what she says about him on the 1989 World Tour Live video, she compares him to Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I mean, we know she's always thought so highly of him, even back when Ellen surprised her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he showed up.
0: That is a great video.
1: Yeah, if you've never seen that, go watch. I think that was maybe 2008 or something.
0: I think it was. It was right when Taylor was really just kind of starting out.
3: Well, our other host, Ashley, who's not here tonight, said, I think yesterday, that she could see that song, his new song, being in an upcoming Apple Music commercial, which I think would be really cool.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I could see that. Well, our next one is from two days later on May 12th, 2009. Taylor tweeted, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm nocturnal and I have an unusual fascination with greeting cards, which is (laughs) hilarious because this was, I'm almost positive before she started her partnership with American greeting cards. Right? That would have started after 2009.
0: Yeah, I think that started... Maybe like 2011.
3: There were Fearless era cards, though. Were there?
1: Yeah. Mm. I don't think they started until at least 2010. Mm. I
3: truly don't know, so don't quote me. I'm not sure
1: either. Yeah, her cards are the best.
3: Yeah, you don't really find them around very much anymore.
1: Yeah, I have to look. But I, I find them sometimes.
3: I was very disappointed that they didn't make any specific to 1989 songs because I felt like there were so many good ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've never seen any of those.
3: Well, the next one is from the next day, May 13th, 2009. The car just arrived to take us to the airport. Taped to the seat in front of me is a sign. Taylor, don't forget your retainer.
1: Dad. Nice.
0: (laughs) Scott Swift at his finest.
1: So this must have been after she did the vlog where she had to get a new retainer, right?
2: Yes, she was at the dentist and she had lost it, so she was getting fitted for a new one.
1: Yeah, that was hilarious. And her mom was with her.
2: Oh man, as we always say, can't we go back to the days of the vlogs?
1: They were great.
0: Our next one is from May 8th of 2010. And Taylor tweets, I've been eating Cheerios like it's my job lately. (laughs)
2: Our next one comes from May 14th, 2011. I decided to open up our last tour rehearsal to the public. All ticket sales will go to Tornado Victims. And I remember when she did that, and that was so awesome that people got to go see the last rehearsal of the Speak Now tour.
1: I really wanted to go, and I couldn't. It's one of my big regrets, for sure. Not going. That would have been crazy. Yeah. She should do
0: something like that again. I don't know why she doesn't. She didn't do anything like that for Red Tour or for 1989.
1: No.
3: I think it was very spur of the moment because the tornado just happened around that time.
0: Right. I know I would pay a premium any day of the week, though, to go to one of those.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool. Well, a year later, on May 11th of 2012, Taylor tweeted, This thing where I go and get donuts every night at midnight is just a phase, right? P.S. I'm fine. And fine is in all caps. Reminds me of Breakfast at Midnight. (laughs) Ha. Maybe
0: that's where that was inspired from.
1: Could be, because Red was released months after that. Hmm.
3: And the next one's from May 7th of 2013. Found her sleeping like this. No idea how she didn't suffocate on her own fur. And it's a picture of Meredith in one of her typical displays of bad posture.
1: On the airplane. And she's using her stomach as a pillow. Cannot believe that was three years ago already. That was a
0: really popular one.
3: And Olivia wasn't even in the picture
1: then. No. Feels like that just happened.
3: And our
0: last tweet for you guys this week comes from May 13th of 2013. And Taylor tweets simply, oh my God, yes. Hashtag Billboard Music Awards. And she posts a picture with this tweet of Tracy Morgan on the cover of Billboard magazine singing into a hairbrush wearing a Taylor Swift Speak Now (laughs) t-shirt it is the funniest pose i've ever seen ever
2: this is the first time i think i'm seeing this picture i really don't remember it and if you guys don't know who tracy morgan is or anything about his personality he is a hilarious comedian who was on saturday night live for many years and he just has the funniest face and Mm -hmm. it is just the funniest (laughs) picture so go look up billboard magazine tracy morgan taylor swift and i'm sure you'll find it it will make you laugh that's for sure
0: So, all right, now we're going to be moving on to our next segment, Keeping Up With Swift.
2: Taylor topped Billboard's 2015 Moneymakers list last year, earning $73.5 million.
1: Isn't it funny how it takes them so long to release these lists? Mm -hmm. It's already May. I feel like they should have known by February.
3: They should have known by January 1st, because really...
1: Right. (laughs) I feel like they just purposely wait because they know people will then buy the magazine or something. I don't know. But it's not surprising at all. It's a bit of a chunk. Well, I think the biggest news of last week was actually about Scott Borchetta. He was talking about Taylor on a radio show in Nashville, and he said the following. This will be the first time that we break the every two year album cycle. And there's not a time when I call Taylor and say, Hey pal, it's time to get a record. You know, she'll call me, she'll know when she's ready, and then she'll be the one to announce to the world when the next music is coming. So this was an interesting quote. I interpret it as Taylor's the one calling the shots. Maybe they're breaking the every two-year album cycle, but to me it doesn't really mean we should panic and think Taylor's going (laughs) to (laughs) disappear. And I think it's very possible because Taylor's calling the shots, even though he's saying they're breaking the every two year album cycle, she could call Scott in July and say, Hey, I'm ready. And then things will move along.
0: Yeah. It'll probably end up being like two years, two months anyway. So I'm okay.
1: I think
3: that it's important to keep in mind that Scott is the head of Taylor's record label, but he's not really with her on a day-to-day basis, and he has so many other artists that he has to work with and make decisions with and stuff, so while I'm glad that he's giving us an update, I still think, well, as he even said, it's really up to Taylor, and we just don't know. We're not really going to know until if it's the normal time we would get hints towards the end of the summer, or maybe it'll be longer, but I don't think there is a need for alarm.
2: Yeah. And I think like what Steph said, I think she could tell Scott that, oh, her writing's done and she's ready to go into the studio and start putting the actual music to the lyrics at any time. Do you guys agree that it's a pretty safe bet that she has been writing and she probably has songs written for the next album at this point?
0: Absolutely. It's a very safe bet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So she might wait a little bit longer than the two year cycle But at any time, she could go into that studio and have an album done pretty quickly, I'm sure.
1: Well, and it's really interesting to think about this, because for 1989, Taylor's whole dialogue was about how she had to really fight with her music label and tell them this is what she was doing. And it seemed, like I said, just an internal dispute. And now Scott is pretty much saying Taylor's doing whatever she wants. It's up to her. I'm just here kind of a thing. So I think her label just now realizes Taylor calls the shots and we need to let her do her thing, which is kind of nice.
3: Our next piece of news is something that I think a lot of people have been waiting for for a very long time, which is that new vinyls were released. And up until this point, the only ones that you could buy of Taylor's albums on vinyl were Speak Now, Red, and 1989. But now the debut album and also Fearless Platinum Edition have just been released and you can buy them on Taylor's
1: website. Yeah, this is really exciting. People have been waiting for these for years. Oh yeah, they have. A lot of collectors out there.
2: Do any of you guys have any of the vinyls like 1989 or Red or Speak Now?
3: Yeah, I have all of them.
2: Cool. Have you ordered the new ones yet or no?
3: No, Um. I will. I remember I didn't even realize right away that these Weren't available because a couple years ago I went into a record store in Nashville and they had all those and I remember looking for Fearless and being very surprised that it wasn't already out.
1: I have Speak Now red in 1989, but I don't have a record player.
0: See, that's why I haven't bought any yet because I don't have a record player.
1: Well, you like to collect things like I do, so they're just Mm -hmm. collectibles at this moment. But someday I do want a record player.
0: So our next bit of news for you guys. Taylor has been nominated for the FanFave International Artist or Group at the 2016 Much Music Video Awards. And if you guys don't know the Much Music Video Awards, those are held in Toronto, MMVAs. Some cool people always end up coming out every year. And if you guys live in Toronto and you are unaware of this, it's free to go to. So you totally should.
2: And it's coming up this year on June 19th. And it looks like the host or one of the hosts is Taylor's friend Gigi. Oh, Yeah. Well, Taylor made the cover of Vogue for the second time in a month, I believe, when they put her on the cover of their special edition, which was covering the Met Gala.
1: Yeah, being on Vogue twice in one month, it's a pretty big deal. Well, unfortunately, our predictions that we've made recently were actually wrong. A lot of us, including me, were predicting that the new Apple Music commercial would be Taylor jamming out in her car, but... Actually, the one that was just released is Taylor dancing to I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. And it's a little similar to the one with the Jimmy Eat World and Taylor's getting ready to go out in that one, just jamming. And in this one, she's dancing around, jamming to the darkness. It's pretty cute, though.
3: I did think it was similar to the Jimmy Eat World one, but it was still a really good song choice. and. I don't know. I feel like it's pretty hard to predict what other songs might be in the remaining commercials because it seems like she's able to choose them and there's just so much music that she's a fan of.
2: Yeah, and the three that have been used so far have been so wildly different. You've gone from Drake to Jimmy World to The Darkness, so I think anything could be coming next.
3: Well, a big piece of news from the past week was that the BMI Awards happened And we knew that they were going to be presenting Taylor with the Taylor Swift Award. So, of course, she attended. And she gave a speech, which was really well received. And it was awesome just to see her at an award show when we haven't seen her at one in a while.
1: Yeah, Taylor's speech was really good. She threw in some humor into the speech. I liked when she said, thank you so much to BMI for giving me the Taylor Swift Award. I'm really super relieved that BMI decided to give me the Taylor Swift Award. Because if they had chosen somebody else to give the Taylor Swift award to, I'd be kind of bummed about it.
2: (laughs) I love that quote.
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny. And along with inserting some humor into her speech, Taylor also made a great effort to thank everybody who was actually there. She read names off of her phone and she joked about her cat stickers that were on her phone. But she thanked people like... Rachel Platten, and Nick Jonas, and Imagine Dragons, Fallout Boy, Andy Grammer, with whom we also got to speak in a different episode, and he's awesome, just like Jimmy. Oh, such a great guy. It was cool that he got a shout out.
2: It was also cool that she got to shout out some people that she worked with a long time ago back on some of her older albums. Um, she gave a shout out to Colby Calais because she worked on Fearless. She mentioned Gary Lightbody from Snow Patrol because he was obviously on a song on the album Red. And then also with Red, she worked with Jeff Basker. And it's good that she still gives these people the mention that they deserve because they were a big part of her and those earlier albums.
3: And in addition to that, she gave shout outs to some of her songwriting heroes who were in the room, including Carol King and several other people who she has admired for a long time so she really just included everybody
1: yeah along with all of Taylor's heroes Taylor made sure to thank her family it was really nice that Austin and her parents were there and she also mentioned that she's had a lot of time off recently and she's been watching a lot of reality tv and right now she's really obsessed with couples therapy and so she was really really excited to meet Cynthia and Barry's daughter who's on the show. I've never actually seen that show.
3: Suddenly it becomes the highest rated show on television.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But really, my absolute favorite part of this speech was when Taylor said she was so thankful because BMI was awarding, quote, the favorite part of my life. And she said, Of all the adventures this career path has brought, my favorite part is when I'm in the middle of a conversation with my friends and my eyes glaze over and I awkwardly run into a corner and start going like, and then I have to explain to them that I have this issue called, I love songwriting so much that it interrupts my daily life. And I know you all have it too. So that was really cool because we know Taylor always talks about how she does leave conversations to go record lyrics or melodies into her phone which she then can revisit when she's writing the song
0: yeah that was my favorite part she just kind of like and she even kind of mock ran into a corner and just kind of went like just right on stage people were like what is she doing <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> so it was really cool to see taylor with her awards she also received several awards for loudest dreams and style and i feel like i'm missing one other but She had these huge awards for her songs and this fantastic honor. So it was a great night for her. It was.
0: Congrats to Taylor.
2: And stay tuned for our fashion segment when we will discuss her outfit for that night. And if you guys have listened for a while, you know that we read her fashion items. And sometimes they're, you know, really expensive. Sometimes they're very affordable. But stay tuned for this one because I think it might break the record for most expensive (laughs) outfit.
3: So for our calendar, the only item on there right now is May 22nd. The Billboard Music Awards are being broadcast live at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC from Las Vegas. Taylor's nominated for eight awards, but we really are not sure if she will be attending.
1: Right, because at the iHeart Radio Music Awards, she said she's not planning to attend any award shows anytime soon. But eight awards, that's a lot.
0: I hope she does anyway. Eight awards, right. So, Taylor's calendar aside, we have a couple of awesome mini-segment submissions for you guys this week. Uh, our first one comes from our friend Vinny on Twitter. Vinny says, when you were just at the Country Hall of Fame and you missed the 1989 tour costumes, hashtag Swifty Problems.
3: That's always how it is, isn't it? It is. I mean, we were there not too long before him, and of course, they put all of this there afterward. Mm-hmm. We were right there with you, Vinny.
2: And our next one comes from Amanda. And she said, this week, my only Swifty problems are having 50 episodes to catch up on, and that no one on SwiftCast likes Justin Bieber. And Amanda, we wanted to thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy all of the episodes that you have to catch up on. But were you referencing something we said bad about Justin, or just that we don't talk about him at all? I'm not sure. So tweet us and let us know.
0: I love Justin like a little brother. I just want to give him a noogie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know Ashley and I have talked about how we love his song, Love Yourself. And our last one comes from at Jessica03203 on Twitter. And she tweeted, I finally found one. And she included a photo of the Diet Coke bottle that we were just talking about earlier. And it has the can't stop, won't stop grooving lyric on it. That's a good Swifty problem to have.
0: That's a Swifty solution, if I do say so myself.
1: (laughs) I bet the problem was she really couldn't find one. But searching for Diet Coke bottles is a common, Swifty problem to have.
0: So thanks, guys, for all your submissions uh, for this week. If any of you guys want to submit for our mini-segments, uh, just stay tuned for the episode. We'll let you know how you can do that. For now, though, we're going to be booming into our fashion segment for the week.
3: Okay, so Adam mentioned a few minutes ago how... Taylor's outfit at the BMI Awards might be the most expensive outfit that she's ever worn. And while I'm not sure if that's true because she does really like her designer accessories, this one definitely has to be up there. And I feel like we should start keeping a running tab of these things for a (laughs) comparison.
0: We should. I think we should. I think really, though, this one takes the cake.
3: Well, I guess to start with, the gown, it was a Monique Lullier gown, and it doesn't even have a price because it was one of those runway gowns, so there's that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For starters.
3: (laughs) And so what she had with the dress, she had a nudar black rhodium gold black diamond choker necklace, which in dollars, because it is a British item, comes out to about $10,000 just for the choker. And then she had a Sethi Couture black diamond 18-carat tier Eternity band, and that is $1,254. She had a Sophie ring, which has no price available, if that gives you an idea. (laughs) And then she also had a Le'Veon chocolate diamond ring, which is on sale for the low price of $608.99. But it was marked down from $1,300, so it's pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> and then she had Melissa K. Izzy Ring, which is $5,995. Then she had Borgioni Pyramid Stud Earrings, which in U.S. dollars works out to about $4,000. Wow. And then she had, for her purse, the Anya Hinmark Crisp Packet, which is about $1,700 U.S., <laughs> And then finally, she had Stuart Weitzman sandals for $435, the cheapest part of her outfit.
1: (laughs) Her sandals, yeah.
3: (laughs) A lot of the time, her shoes are the most expensive part of her outfit. Right. So I wasn't even adding all of those up (laughs) as I was reading them.
0: I have a grand total for at least the ones that we know the prices on. This is excluding the gown, excluding the ring. It is over (laughs) (laughs)
1: $36,000. Wow. You could buy a car with that.
2: You could buy a really nice car really with that. A really nice car with that.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, or two or three not as nice cars.
0: <laughs> Man. That's a lot of money. $36,000. We are going to have to remember
1: that one. But the thing is, I think these designers just send all this stuff to her, right? Yeah,
3: I don't think she's... Not that she couldn't, but I don't think she's swiping her credit card for $30,000 worth of jewelry. I think designers just send her this stuff and then she picks and chooses what she wants to wear. She probably doesn't even know the price of a lot of it.
1: Right. She probably has no idea.
3: I feel like she is someone who would be very stressed out about wearing all of that and being worried about losing something or it getting messed <laughs> up.
1: Yeah, she would be.
0: One of those earrings alone, just like $2,000, it gets lost. <laughs> Well, anyway, for our next bit of fashion news, uh, by comparison, a little bit less expensive. This comes from the Apple Music ad, uh, the one that she just released, Dance Like No One's Watching. This is on May 12, 2016. Taylor was seen wearing a rag and bone Gilbert blazer, which is priced at $495. And for her shoes, she was seen wearing Loffler Randall Astrid calf hair booties, and they are sold out.
2: And our last fashion item for today is when Taylor was seen leaving Giorgio Baldi's restaurant in California on May 12th. She was wearing a Topshop long-sleeve funnel neck bodysuit, which is only $28. She had her Alexander McQueen medium AMQ calfskin leather bag in gray. That's an expensive bag. It's about $1,700. She was wearing Ray Tabitha pumps in black, which looked like they were originally $240, but are on sale for 77 And her shorts were the Koopal's animal print shorts,
1: $162.
3: So is anyone else starting to notice an animal print theme emerging?
1: Yes, I've been noticing that.
3: Because we didn't really mention this a minute ago, but her gown at the BMI Awards that we don't know the price of was sort of like a bluish animal print.
1: Yeah. And I think when she was out with Lily one night for dinner, or maybe it wasn't Lily, but she was out with somebody, she had a jacket that was animal print. And some of her shoes have been animal print recently. So I think this era is like chokers, black clothing, animal print.
3: So start getting your leopard print bodysuits ready for the <laughs> yet-to-be-named world tour. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine just a sea of leopard print at the next tour? (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. We just have a few reminders for you guys this week. Please press the subscribe button and leave us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. So in doing so, it will download our latest episode for you automatically. And not to mention, it also helps other people, um, fans, Swifties, to find our podcast easier. So please do that for us. Just leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. So if you guys want to reach out, whether to submit for a mini segment, let us know how we're doing, email us, do anything like that. You can find us on Twitter at Swiftcast13. You can find us on Tumblr, swiftcast 13tumblrcom Our Instagram is instagram.com slash theswiftcast13. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Swiftcast. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Or you can find all these things on our website, swiftcast13.com. And one more uh, avenue for you guys to find us We actually started uploading our episodes to YouTube. So what you can do, we don't technically have a channel name yet, only because uh, we need more subscribers. So if you guys would do us a huge favor, go on to YouTube, search for SwiftCast, find us, subscribe, we can make our own YouTube channel, You can get all of the episodes on there. It is really a great way for you guys to listen to the episodes. So please, please, please go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for SwiftCast. So what do you guys think next week Taylor will do?
3: I think she might switch it up with some zebra print.
0: (laughs) That was going to be mine. No.
3: (laughs) I'm really not even kidding. I really think she will.
0: Okay. I was making a joke. Hey, you never know. She might, I guess. She's having an animal print kind of day.
1: I don't know. She tweeted a cute photo of Olivia. Maybe she'll tweet one of Meredith. But I also think she's going to be going back to the gym, if that's what it actually is.
3: The fake gym.
1: The fake gym. Because she doesn't really have anything going on.
3: I mean, how many episodes of Couples Therapy can you watch?
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's got to be getting bored. I think she'll be spotted out and about in LA.
0: I think she's going to continue being holed up and do absolutely nothing this week. And we're
2: all just going to be very confused for next week. Could be. That was kind of going to be my prediction, too. I was going to predict oddly that she will lay low we won't really have any tweets or instagram posts and then i don't think that she will attend the billboard awards but maybe she'll prove us wrong um but i hope she does because it's always good to see her out and about at award shows
0: so thanks for listening guys for episode 155 of swiftcast this has been nate adam ashley and steph we'll see you next week guys see ya
1: bye thanks guys Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.